Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. Today's guest is Ben Shepard. Ben has a degree in finance and economics and has over 16 years of experience as an investment advisor. He was ranked number three out of over 130,000 licensed representatives at his company. Ben has a huge drive when it comes to helping others achieve their business and financial goals. Let's jump right into episode 14 so you can start crushing your goals and unleash your greatest potential. Hey, welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast. I'm Michael Anthony, and I'm incredibly excited today because I have my friend and a financial investment ninja, Ben Shepard here. Ben, great to have you on the program. Good to be here, buddy. Looking forward to it. I, I am too, man. I think one of the reasons why I'm excited, you know, a lot of people, when they hear about finances, they think it's just boring, it's numbers, it's math. That's one of the reasons why they struggle. But you're the exact opposite of that. You're in physical shape. You're in good physical shape. You got a good head on your shoulders, good emotional intelligence, and you're passionate about investing and finances. So we want that passion to come out, man. What, what excites you about money? So a, a lot of things. I, I think some of it, uh, I, I, I do, of course, coach people on their finances, but I also coach entrepreneurs. Um, and I, I think that is, is a lot of fun to talk about because you think about the school system, right? They don't really teach us about money. How many personal finance classes did you have really in middle school or high school? Zero. So that's, a, of course, a no. problem. The second problem that you have is a lot of financial companies just don't want to work with, with, with you unless you're wealthy and affluent. Mm-hmm. So that leaves out 90% of the population. So we're not taught this in school. We're not getting any help from any anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then we're kind of brainwashed to think that, hey, I've got to go to school and, and get this degree to get a good job. And now we've got $1.6 trillion in student loan debt which is absolutely insane. Almost 40% of those student loans are in default. Mm-hmm. We, we graduate college and then we're trained then to get to get a job, which for me stands for just over broke. And then we yeah. wonder why our entire life, mm-hmm. uh, we're just trying to pay the bills. Well, let's you know. back up this, you just threw out a gem there. You, you had an acronym for job. Job stands for? Just over broke. Let's compare that to the idea of an entrepreneurial mindset. The difference between uh, the number of entrepreneurs that were in the country a few decades ago to the percentage that exists now is what? You, you threw out something like that? Yeah, I mean, I read a statistic one time in 1890, about 90% of the population were just like just small business owners. And now mm-hmm. it's like the opposite. We've got maybe 10% of the entre- or mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, but they also control the majority of the wealth. Mm-hmm. And it's not just financial principles to better manage our money. It's what are the principles to be able to go make more money, right? I think people have this confusion that, um, you know, making a lot of money is some like immoral thing, right? Right. It's not, right? right? Mm -hmm. And really the reality is, is the more money I make, that means I'm bringing more value to other people. Mm -hmm. As I bring more value to the marketplace, as I bring more value to the other people Mm -hmm. that I get to serve, my income actually goes up. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because one of the most misquoted, misunderstood verses in the Bible, you know, you might be listening, you might be a Christian, you might not be a Christian. 
no offense, ma'am, we're glad that you're listening. But one of the most misunderstood things is that, the, that, is that money is the root of all evil. And that's not what the Bible says. It actually says the love of money is the root of all evil. And, and that's a huge difference whether or not that descriptive word is there or not. Mm-hmm. Because uh, like Robert Kiyosaki says, would you rather have the problems that rich people have or the problems that poor people mm-hmm. have? Mm-hmm. So we've talked about this before. It's not, it's not about being rich as much as it is having the freedom to be the person that you're supposed to be. Sure. Yeah. And what is the role of money in an individual's life or in a family? Yeah. What role does money, the lack of it or the abundance of it play in somebody's ability to be who they're supposed to be? A hundred percent. And I, I think you think of these people that will, will rent their entire life away to their employer um, and really not be able to do what they're passionate about, right? I think mm-hmm. sometimes when I, I spend time with other entrepreneurs, they found something that they were really passionate about, which is key because then you never feel like you're working, right? You yep. get up in the morning, you're fired up to, to, to go build your business, to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, it doesn't feel like work anymore. Right. right. And, and, and then, you know, that compares to finances, too. You see people work 40, 50, 60 hours a week mm-hmm. working for their money, but they don't spend five minutes managing it. How much sense does that make? Mm. Right. So I know you do a lot of teaching on goal setting. You do a lot of teaching on, um, you know, uh, all different areas of life. But, mm-hmm. but why is it that we just really ignore the fin- our finances? Mm-hmm. We don't plan. We're really reactive to different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you think of the debt, let's get back to the debt, $1.6 trillion in student loan debt, the average credit card debt in this country for people that maintain a balance is $16,000. Almost 40% of auto loans are subprime, right? Mm-hmm. So we're doing the same dumb things in the auto market that we did in the mortgage market to create the 07 and 08 debacle. Mm-hmm. But think about the cost of living the last 20 years. So, of course, 2019 versus 2000, everything's gone up in price. How many people have gotten a significant pay raise? Mm -hmm. So you could make an argument. It's not just about managing what you have. It's not just about paying yourself first. It's not just about a budget. But are we really educating and training people how to build wealth? Right. Mm -hmm. So many people just live their life focusing on paying their paying their bills. Well, to me, that's not very fun. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're not going to. You retire and all of a sudden MedEd's going to call you, hey, Mike, right. congratulations, you're retired. Right. You don't have to pay us anymore. Right. Why don't we think about building wealth? Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, that makes more of an impact. Mm-hmm. So not only are you able to take care of your family, but you're able to give back, you're able to be more of a blessing, right. and that frees up your time. And I know that you're a very generous guy. I mean, you're very, very successful. Um, you're an independent financial investment advisor, and you crush it. But there are other people that you're affiliated with, uh, tens of thousands in that financial realm, right? The investment realm. Because I want people to know some of your background that you're not, you didn't just blow in off the street here. And I didn't just say, hey, why don't you come in here and talk off the top of your head? Help, help somebody who's listening right now understand why the next words that come out of your mouth <laughs> are important for them. So, yeah, I mean, I have a finance and economics degree. I I was trading stocks in college to help pay my way through school. I've Mm -hmm. always been kind of an investment nerd. Um, Of course, I've coached 
uh, clients for 16 years, how to reach their financial goals, everything from budgeting to getting out of debt mm -hmm. sooner to proper insurance to mm -hmm. of course all different types of investments and you've been doing this now for how long 16 years, 16 years. Yeah. How, how much in assets have you helped people um, invest well and over 200 million in, 200 in assets under management okay. um, thousands of clients mm -hmm. um, you know i supervise about 230 licensed advisors so not only just helping my clients but yeah. recruiting and training other advisors and teaching them how to help clients mm -hmm. um but as i said earlier i i think also the business and entrepreneurial coaching is just part of people you know advancing financially mm -hmm. i mean just looking at things different mm -hmm. like you you brought up robert kiyosaki a little bit well in his book, he talks about the cash flow quadrant. If you haven't read it, but you know there, you, you can Rich be an employee, right? Where the income's based on the position, mm -hmm. not the person. Mm -hmm. Self-employed is getting a little bit better. Your 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 real estate agent, your maybe your dentist, um, your lawyer. But January first rolls around, and they got to keep selling houses. They've got to keep helping clients. But then maybe that self-employed person decides to build a business. Mm -hmm or that business uh, begins to create passive income. So whether they're physically involved or not, right? So you can be a business owner, you can be an investor, mm -hmm. where either your business makes you money or your money makes you money. And I think that's something that's just, it's not talked about a lot, right? Um, you know, what, what's pretty interesting is I counsel a lot of clients and the biggest difference between the wealthy and the middle class and the poor are how long they're thinking into the future financially, right? Mm -hmm. The wealthy are thinking about how does this affect my kids, my grandkids, different right. charities, you know, right. the middle class are just thinking about their next vacation mm -hmm. and the poor are just thinking about the regret mm -hmm. of what happened, right? Mm -hmm. Not taking personal responsibility for mm -hmm. anything, right? So I would encourage, if you're listening to this podcast, I wanna encourage you to proactively spend time in your financial education, right? I think you've gotta put time in it. If you're gonna get into better shape physically, same thing financially, you have to have monthly discipline and you have to have a routine where you, you study this stuff. Mm -hmm whether it's the stock market, whether it's the real estate market, whether it's cryptocurrency, I don't care what it is. I think people need to study that stuff and become more educated. Mm -hmm. But I think the second thing that you've got to invest in is you, right? It's amazing to me people graduate high school or college and they just stop learning. Mm -hmm. But if, if again, getting back to what's the value that you're bringing to the marketplace, what the most important asset that you have is you, your ability to make money, mm -hmm. right? People think about their house or their car, that's not it. It's mm -hmm. your, your ability to generate income. Especially passive income. Right, and, and you think about it, we're providing value, but we're also providing a solution to a problem, right? If you wanna become a billionaire, find a billion dollar problem and go solve it, mm -hmm. go provide a solution to mm -hmm. it. So I think as you get better, your business will get better. Um, I would also encourage you to not just read, but to hang out with other wealthy people. Right, right. Right. Mike, if I've got nine broke friends, the only advice they're going to give me is how do I become the 10th? Right. Right. Um, yeah. And their whole mindset is going to be fundamentally yeah, different. It's 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 a negativity. It's, mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. getting that job just to pay the mm -hmm. bills. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're around other wealthy mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, successful people, mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, 
Uh, I heard a pastor say one time, become a millionaire, not because of the money, but because of the person that it makes you in the process, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, the discipline, the sacrifice, mm -hmm. taking risk. Mm -hmm. Part of investments is not just making money, but it's ma managing risk, right? What are the risks, you know? How do we pay less in taxes? Mm -hmm. How do we beat inflation? How do we make sure that we don't run out of money? Mm -hmm. How do we make sure that if I die prematurely, I have an eight and 11 year old, how do I make sure that they're taken care of correctly, mm -hmm. right? Um, all these different things, but people need to invest time into it. You know, it's right. it's just not, I, I just, for whatever reason, sometimes finance yeah. is just isn't a topic that we talk it's about not, at the dinner table. Why, why is that? I think it's because, you know, I was a pastor for a number of years. Yeah. I think it's because there are a lot of bad attitudes about money. My yeah. wife and I had zero training. Yeah. You didn't talk about it. If you wanted money, you were you were greedy. Mm -hmm. If you talk about money, you were greedy. And and yet that's that's over at this side of the spectrum, you sure. know, the high end of unhealthy attitudes. Yep. The other uh, unhealthy attitude, which is where my wife and I and a lot of people, you might be listening right now, you might be, you're somewhere on the spectrum, is um, poor is better. I'm humble, I'm contrite, I'm not going to pursue money. But then you have all the problems that poor people have. Sure. You're struggling continually. Your kids can't go to the school you'd like to get them to. You cannot do the types of things that you'd like to do in terms of being generous. And that's one of the things that I like about you and the people that you hang with. And a healthy, a person who has a healthy attitude about money understands that it, generosity is huge sure. in that. It's an abundance mindset versus the scarcity mindset. Let's talk a little bit more about the entrepreneurial mindset versus the J-O-B, just over broke. And in particular in regard to socialism, because that's sexy these days, <laughs> right? Uh, the 2020 election is coming up or it's now behind us. And there's one particular party that everybody is lining up along that socialist agenda. Why do you think in the context of entrepreneurism versus J-O-B, just over broke, the poverty mindset, the victim mentality, the entitlement mentality and socialism why is that so hot right now compared to say 10 years ago when you wouldn't even consider socialism as being an option in our country and yeah. now it's being legitimately considered yeah, and, and socialism of course has never worked and it will never work but i think sometimes when you have people in the shape that they're in right you have the millennials as an example that have all this debt mm -hmm. i think they begin to get desperate right so they, they have all the student loan debt, they have all their debt, and they just think, you know, uh, they don't understand that nothing's free, right? right? Um, right. And, and no one's taught them. They weren't really taught personal finance. So there's right. a book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. He talks about everybody has a different financial blueprint. Is that a good book? Do you recommend Very good book because a lot of your financial blueprint is mm -hmm. how you were raised. Say right? it again, say the name of the book. That means this is the point in the podcast where you pull your car over, you stop working <laughs> out and you write it down. Yeah, okay? so there's a several books I'd recommend, but that's Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. It's a good book because- so every, his last name? Uh, is it I Becker, did you say? Ecker, I think it's E-C-K-E-R. -E Don't okay. quote me on that. Secrets of the Millionaire uh, Mind. Another really simple book, Automatic Millionaire by David Bach, talks a lot about compound interest. So mm -hmm. um, talks about, about the latte factor, right? Someone makes three, three trips to Starbucks per day, and then all of a sudden that money invested over 20, 30 years is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Compound interest. Um, 
Albert Einstein said compound H is the most powerful force in the universe, but a lot of people don't get started early mm-hmm. and it becomes a huge, huge problem, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so that that's a good book and I can go on and on and on about different books, but mm-hmm. start reading, start investing in your mm-hmm. education because the nice thing about when you read those books you know, you're, as you always say, when you preach is you're spending time with the author, right? You're spending time with the author. So, um, you might say, well, I don't have an opportunity to hang out with a lot of wealthy people, but you can, you can read from Mm -hmm. wealthy people that think Mm -hmm. at a different level, right? You know, if you took all the wealth and evenly distributed across the country, the wealthy would would end up back with the money because it's about principles Mm -hmm. and these principles work. Mm -hmm. But people aren't being taught these principles, right? right? Whether that's a political thing or not, right? Mm -hmm. That's another discussion, Mm -hmm. but we're just not taught principles. Mm -hmm. And we're also not taught wealth creation. We're not taught um, how to be an entrepreneur, how to take risk, how Mm -hmm. to start a business, what Mm -hmm. that looks like, right? Right. Um, You know, so it just, there's such a huge need for that right Mm -hmm. now. Direct correlation between your healthy attitude about money and a healthy attitude about freedom. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah. In terms of who you can now. Now, for me, uh, one of the reasons why I was excited about having you on the program is because I got started very late in investing. With maybe we need to, even need to explain the difference between investing and saving for people. I sure. Need to back it up a ratchet. Sure. I came to that gate, that party late, yeah. and then playing catch up. Yeah. Because growing up um, from my teenage years later. Uh, I came to know Christ uh, when I was about 17 years old and had a very unbiblical, out of proportion attitude toward money. I, I understood it as um, money is the root of all evil, not the love of money is the root of all evil. And so money, money's bad. I'm not going to try to pursue money. I'm not going to do anything and just going to read my Bible, pray. And maybe you're listening to that and you might think this is this guy a nut. Uh, take take a number and get in line. Um, but you are someplace in your attitude about money. And if you have an unhealthy attitude toward money, it is going to affect sure. everything in your life. Yeah. What, what's so, the divorce? Isn't 90 some percent of divorce happens because of finance? I, I you know, would believe it. There's 2000 scriptures in the Bible that talk about money. It's an important thing. It's but, a very important thing. Jesus if you talked have, about money. If you have the wrong attitude, eternity. if you have the wrong mindset. Absolutely. You know, um, money was one of the biggest topics that Jesus talked about. Right. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the the freedom mindset with money, which is tied in with entrepreneur, entrepreneurialism. I'm always telling my boys too. I say, guys, if you if you don't work for yourself, if you don't take 100% responsibility for your own financial well-being, the same way you would for your health, then you're going to be subject to somebody else's 100% whims about whatever it might be. Right. So why wouldn't you want to take 100% responsibility for every area of your life? Right. Why, why wouldn't you want and to? And you're that? getting back to your your talk on politics earlier that's that's the challenge is and then you just want the government to take care of you right right um, which is which is another form of enslavement yeah exactly and you might say oh that sounds terrible it's true because yeah. whenever you do not have choices financial having wealth opens up choices for you correct so the less choices you have what does that mean let's just talk about it the way we, we need to the less choice you have the more enslaved you are yep the less choice you have, the more enslaved you are. So let's say somebody's listening right now and they, they don't run with circles that maybe they've had a poverty mindset. Maybe they've had an unhealthy attitude toward money. 
uh, the light bulb's gone on for them. They're like, you know what? I, I do need to get my financial house in order. I need to have the right attitude. They don't know anybody who is who has a healthy attitude about money, who's making a lot, who's generous, who's balanced. How do they? And they know they know this person. They've heard that that person's got money. They've heard that this person's a philanthropist or, or whatever. How do they? break into that person's world and hang around with them? What would you suggest to them? So good question. I, and of course I'm biased because I've, I've been an advisor for a long time, but I would encourage them to talk to a financial professional mm -hmm. and get a plan in place, right? Well, um, we get a financial plan in place, but I'm talking about the friends. You know, the they friends. say, okay. show me your five friends and I'll show you where you're gonna be in five years from now. So if you're hanging around with broke people, yep. Right, who yeah. are who have a job just yeah. over broke. And by the yeah. way, that's not a slam if you have a job. What we're trying yeah. to help you I've understand is before. that that's not what your security <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Um, how does somebody begin to hang around, break into that circle when those people don't know them from Adam? How, how do they, I, what, I, what do they so, do? So, good crush, good question. And I would actually encourage them to seek those people out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's humility, right? If there's somebody that's better than me at something, I'll, I'll call them and say, hey, can I buy, buy you coffee? Can I mm -hmm. can I go to breakfast with you? And can mm -hmm. I pick your brain? Um, you know, even for me, I, I, I like to get uncomfortable because mm -hmm. if we're not uncomfortable, we're not going to grow, gonna right? Grow. So last year, my goal was I'm going to play golf once a month with someone that's a lot wealthier than me. Mm -hmm. Not because I need somebody to play golf with, but because... I'd like to be challenged. I like to be uncomfortable, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and you can be thankful and, and hungry at the same time, right? And I think it's about, are we going to live up to our potential or not? Mm -hmm. And part of that is, mm -hmm. um, again, if, if we're around mediocrity all the time, yeah. How are we going to be challenged? How are, mm -hmm. how are we going to be uncomfortable? You gotta get uncomfortable enough. I, I think, and I coach people all the time with their business, but until you hate where you are, a healthy hatred, I'm not talking about discontent, I'm not right. talking to be unthankful, right. Right. but until you hate where you are, so true. you're not going to make enough change to, mm -hmm. to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. And I think seeking out those people will probably begin to, and I'm not talking about a bunch of toys, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking right. about real wealth that can really impact lives and support responsible you know, for yourself. missionaries Family. and charities and yep. different things and, yep. and generating more passive income. Mm -hmm. um, seek those people out mm -hmm. and you'll be blown away how much that they want to coach and mentor. Right. Because there was probably somebody in their life 10, 20, 30 years ago, mm -hmm. I was willing to sit down with them. Well, let's let's push somebody over the edge now who's listening. So you are listening right now and you're like, man, I'm not an outgoing person. I don't I'm the know biggest how. introvert on the planet. There Mike, you go. So. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and you've helped people invest and manage over $200 million over the past 16 years, right? I think that's one of the things that makes you a good uh, financial investment ninja is because you are you like this stuff you money you, you like talking about it helping other people with it you're generous all this other stuff so there's a direct correlation between somebody making a change in their life and their courage to get out of their comfort zone and go up to somebody that they know is wealthy write them a letter send them an email say can i buy a, a cup of coffee for you and talk with you i realize you've been very successful suppose we role play for a second here and you're that person 
And somebody that you don't know, you don't know them from Adam, contacts you and says, hey, I know that you're very successful in what you do and helping people financially. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? What is your attitude toward that person that you don't know? I, I respect them so much more. Yeah. And do you want to get together with 100%, them? 100%. Yeah, 100%. You because, you know, it's 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 sowing seeds. You mm-hmm. know, you, you know, you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. It's just, yeah. just you know, it, it reciprocates back. And I just think it's, you know, that's to me, again, that's what we need right now in this country, among a million other things, mm-hmm. is, is we need more people to stand up and say, hey, I'm willing to invest time yep. in these people to help them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so and, the average you know, person, the average entrepreneur, the average wealthy person who has a good, healthy There's a lot of people money. listening to this that probably hate their job, right? Right. But they keep going. They keep going. And they think about maybe because starting a business, but they don't know what to do. If it you, seems like... That absolutely. You know, play it safe. And, and when you play it safe, that's a, that's a terrible payday if you play it safe with your life. Life's too short. It's way too short. But going back to this idea of... Um, a person with a healthy attitude about money who is successful with the way they've managed money, they've made money. When they get approached by somebody who wants to learn and grow, the overwhelming, overwhelmingly consistent response that that person who's asking will get if they're asking a person with a healthy attitude about money is absolutely, I'd love to help you. Yep. So there you go. That, that removes some of the fear factor that you might have in getting out of your comfort zone because here's the thing if you want to change some things in your life you have to change some things in your life and if you're going to go around your life being timid about asking people who are successful in whatever area of life it is you're not going to get ahead and what we're trying to remove the myth from here is that somebody who's um if you're afraid about approaching somebody who's successful financially Either that person is not the kind of person you want to reach out to because they don't have that healthy attitude or you have some stigmas that you need to get over. Yeah. And, and, and I have one more thing. So in addition to most financial companies ignoring the middle class, in addition to what we're not taught this stuff in school system, think about the banks, right? Do you think the banks really want to educate us how to get out of debt center? Of course not. They mm-hmm. want more interest. They want it. Do you think they want to educate you that that how terrible of an interest rate that 1% CD is when inflation's arguably 4 and they're taking your 1% lien and loan it out to your neighbor's mortgage at 5% and keeping the change? Do you think these insurance companies want to really educate you how much in almost every situation cash value life insurance is a ripoff? No, I can go on and on and on mm-hmm. because this these institutions and banks make much much higher of a profit yeah. by keeping people ignorant about this stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, so you know, there's there's just mm-hmm. better way to do things. There's better ways to plan, but but you have to have the mindset that I'm going to invest in my personal financial education. I'm going to seek mm-hmm. out a financial advisor. I'm going to try to hang out with more successful people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start studying how do I start this business that I've been thinking about for five, 10, 15 years, but mm-hmm. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, if nothing else today, hopefully there's some people listening that say, hey man, I. I really should stop feeling on Sunday night that I got my pit in, in my stomach because I don't want to go back to work mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah. that that's I've been there. I've had a job that I hated and, and it just being able to wake up every day and do something that you love and you're passionate about and you're able mm-hmm. to help people. Mm-hmm. 
um, I just think it's it's a different different world. And yeah. I hope everybody listening uh, puts himself in a position um, that they stop punching a time clock uh, to make a paycheck, and they just mm-hmm. think about uh, doing something that they were born and loved to do, and mm-hmm. then. What, what you'll find is you'll make money doing that, right? Yeah. Making money is a byproduct yeah. of making a difference in people's lives. Absolutely, um, taking 100% responsibility 100%, yeah. for your own life, yeah. Yeah. 100% responsibility. And that's one of the things, you know, um, coming out of the world as a pastor, I think that a lot of people end up practicing what I would refer to as a spiritual bystander effect. They think, well, I'm going to pray about it. I'm in whatever situation I'm in. I'm going to pray about it. And if nothing changes, then it must be what God wants. <laughs> right. And that's actually irresponsible. Yeah. Faith without action is dead. right? It, it, absolutely. And, and when you listen to what I'm saying here, everybody, if you have a spiritual bystander effect mentality, well, I'm just going to pray about it. Nothing changed. Um, you could be using that unintentionally. Here's an opportunity for you to do some soul searching as an excuse for taking 100% responsibility for whatever area of your life you need to be responsible for. And that's the fundamental difference between an entrepreneurial mindset, which is a I'm going to be responsible mindset versus a time clock. I'm yeah. just punching in a time yeah. clock because I'm afraid of doing what? Afraid of living your passion, yeah. afraid of learning what you need to learn. See, the beautiful thing is that when you hear one idea, it can absolutely change your life. And I think that if, if we were to go away with one idea as we're wrapping up this podcast, one action step that the person who's listening to this right now can put into action, what has it been? What can they do to move from where they are to where they need to do? Need to move. Uh, what about Bob, right? Baby steps. Baby <laughs> steps. What's the next baby step for them to take? to move forward. Oh man, you're, you're gonna ask me for one. Will, will you come back and do a more podcast? I'll, I'll be happy to do more podcasts. Awesome, I mean, and, and, and I don't have a problem saying this cause I'm a millennial, but for whatever reason, this generation, uh, my generation is just too entitled for me, right? Getting back to taking per- mm-hmm. personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just want to encourage everybody to take action in terms of have a financial plan in place. Um, I would encourage you to invest in your financial education, take ownership of that. If it's not on paper, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Your financial goals can't just write be something out. You got to write it out and mm-hmm. follow it. Then mm-hmm. it becomes real. Mm-hmm. It's on your head, then in paper, then it becomes a reality. Yeah. You have to have a plan. I absolutely would encourage you to think about starting your own business. If mm-hmm. you're, if you have a job, mm-hmm. um, I would, I would encourage you to think about building wealth instead of just paying your bills. Um, yeah. I would think about paying yourself first. I would think mm-hmm. about having an abundance mindset instead mm-hmm. of a scarcity mm-hmm. mindset. Um, I mean, I can go on and on, but, mm-hmm. um, I what think you hit the nail on the head is you got to take personal responsibility, you have to take personal responsibility so. for your own life. And I think that's probably the number one thing. If you want your life to change in the area of finances, guess who it's up to? You. You have to decide, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't like where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And um, listen, I think we owe it to God. If you're a spiritual person, you owe it to God. You owe it to yourself. If you're in a family, uh, if you're married in a serious relationship, you owe it to that other person 
to make the most of the only life you're going to have this side of forever, whatever you believe about forever, you owe it to yourself to make the, the, your life into the best version yeah. of yourself. Think about, you know, the, the, the job situation. I know, I, I know I keep picking on jobs, but someone that works for 40 years, okay. And maybe they have a little bit of money in their 401k. Hopefully they pay themselves first, but then their kids kind of start over when you think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty cool to think about building a business or multiple businesses. And if your kids want to be involved, of course, I'm not going to push my kids into my businesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But think about for them to be able to pick up where you left off. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So we, we run our life away for 40 years and then the kids start over or we build some businesses and the kids get to pick up where we left off. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it makes sense. I mean, that, that's that's a generational game changer when you think mm-hmm. about it. Isn't that uh, one of the primary ways you love your children? Yeah. Yeah. Think about the alternative. Yeah. Giving them options and, and, and what you guys do right now, your kids are watching, right? They're, they're watching you, how you talk about money. They're watching how you manage money. Um, they're watching, uh, if, if you're, uh, you have a job or you have your own business, like there's zero chance my kids at eight, 11 would ever work for anybody else because they just right. seen it right. all day, every right. day for a long time. Right. Um, I'm pointing out to my kids all the time, not in a derogatory way, but in an observational way. Right. Hey, do you think that, uh, Hey, look guys, look at the guy who's picking up the recycling stuff on our curb curbside. Do you think that guy, when he was in junior high school was dreaming about doing that? And the answer is obvious. Yeah. Or you see a middle-aged person in a pizza place waiting on tables. Now, listen, there's nothing. I'm not being derogatory about that. I'm not. I'm not. What I'm trying to help us do is think through entrepreneurs, very wealthy people, have a long-term perspective on life as opposed to short-term. Yeah, I mean, when you're an employee, you're an expense on your employer's balance sheet. Their goal is to get as much production out of you um, and pay you just enough so you don't leave. Think about that. It's not mm-hmm. a win-win situation. Yeah. And say so you go in your balls tomorrow and say, hey, I was doing some financial planning with my wife and, and my income really needs to double tomorrow in order for us to hit our financial mm-hmm. goals. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you think they care? Right. No. No, because they, they have a responsibility to grow that business. Yeah. Right. And right. they have to be mind, mindful of their profit and they have mm-hmm. to be mindful of what's happening and depending on the company, their shareholders. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's not a win-win situation, mm-hmm. but you have a business, then it, then it changes, right? Because if you bring more value, right. you can make more income. So I right. think so many times, I hate to harp on that, but it, if, if people put themselves in a position that their income, of course, can, you know, there's no cap. Mm-hmm. It's just based on how much value they want to bring to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, can, you can accomplish your financial goals quicker which probably frees up your time, which mm-hmm. probably enables you to do a lot of things in mm-hmm. life that you probably want to spend more time doing. So true. Right? So true. So uh, let's summarize here. And uh, man, it's great to have you on the broadcast. Uh, so thankful that you're here. Um, wherever you are right now in your financial journey, in the, whether you had a bad attitude about money, um, a poverty mindset or an abundance mindset, you can grow, you can change, you can move forward, you can become an increasingly better version of yourself. What are you afraid of? 
What do you have to lose by reaching out to somebody who is more successful than you in their financial prosperity, right? The financial realm of life. What do you have to lose? On the flip side, what do you have to lose if you do nothing in the long term? Do you have a short-term mentality about your financial future or a long-term mentality about your financial future? Are you taking 100% responsibility for your own financial well-being and that of your family, if you're in a family, if you're married, serious relationship, children? Or have you just uh, farmed out even 5%? Maybe you, maybe you have, maybe you think, well, I only have a, a 90%, 95% sense of responsibility. You know, it's that 5%, 10%, that could kill you. Mm-hmm. That can train wreck your whole life. So there's things that you've heard in this podcast today that give you food for thought. It's worth listening to again, maybe sharing with a friend. Uh, then we're gonna have you back on to talk about some other stuff uh, in regard to finances, investment. If people want to connect with you, how can they connect with you by email? They have a question for you. Yeah, email's fine. Benjamin P. Shepard, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D. Benjamin P., don't forget the P. It's there on purpose. Benjamin P. Shepard at gmail.com. Of course, you can email us at info at couragematters.com, info at couragematters.com. We can connect you with Ben, if you want to connect with him. And maybe you have questions as a result of listening to the podcast that you would like to hear Ben back on the program to talk about a particular area of financing, finance, maybe the difference between investing versus saving. I know one of the topics you're hot on is, you know, so there's a school of thought these days that your whole investment strategy should be geared towards saving up for retirement and playing it safe. For the long haul, yeah, so maybe and, that's and, another and, and not to not to end on a, uh, a bad note. But we're well, going we to come back. We're, we we're going to we're going to have another <laughs> we're going to have another stock market crash. It's not a question of if it's it's when, and I believe we're about twelve to eighteen months away. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, you know, they're not prepared for that. Mm-hmm. In two thousand eight, their assets maybe got cut in half. Mm-hmm. Right then, you have to make a hundred percent just to get back to break My even. My parents lost forty to sixty percent so, of their portfolio. So all that stuff's um, going to happen. But if you're prepared, you can actually benefit. Right, mm-hmm. you you can buy assets at much cheaper prices. Uh, you can be contrarian. Um, so there's real estate opportunities, right? I mean, there's, I can, you know, mm-hmm. we could have a, a hundreds That's of awesome. podcasts on different topics that, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, uh, can, can lead to more wealth mm-hmm. building, but. Well, your um, money is your life. Yeah. It's not your money or your life. <laughs> yeah. Your money is your life. Um, and for better or worse, people might say, oh, that, that sounds so greedy. No, I'm talking about a healthy attitude sure. about money because there are healthy attitudes, or I should say there is a healthy attitude, and then there's all the other unhealthy attitudes. And you get to determine which one of those you're gonna have. And as you choose, you will live, you will reap what you sow. You will reap what you sow, you'll reap what you sow. So I I love the fact that we're able to create some value for listeners today. We'd love to hear from you, info at couragematters.com. Share your thoughts on what you'd like to hear Ben talk about in the future. If you wanna contact Ben, um, just reach out. Glad to connect you. Glad to do that, Ben. It's been awesome been, to have you been on the cool program. Cool to be here, buddy. Thanks, man. We'll have yeah, you man. back. Sounds good. All right. Bye, bye, everybody. We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast, along with other podcasts in this series: Thirty Days of Achieving Goals and Unleashing Your Potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? 
And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. To get your Courageous Life Planning System, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.